Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of The Greatest Show on Earth. You are now tuned in to the sounds of the VR1 NFT podcast. I'm your host, VR1, and this is what we do, baby. I hope you got your coffee ready, God, for sure got mine. You heard me? We got a fun-filled show coming up for you guys. It's going to be epic. It's going to be super-duper epic. I ain't got my headset, so... You guys are going to have to work with me. As always, I like for my program to be conversation-style. So we're here to converse with you guys. We got a cool module coming up. It's on time management. And it is called prioritization. So get your coffee ready, get your popcorn ready, get your soda ready, get your iced tea ready. And whatever else you need to get ready. You guys like what? English muffins, blue muffins, cheese danishes, croissants, bagels. Did I say blueberry muffins? How about some banana nut bread? What do you guys like to start your morning? I actually had a croissant sandwich with cheese, eggs, had some bacon on the side, a little bit of water, a little bit of coffee, and um, that's what it is. So, our aim is to take success on a daily basis. I should stay focused and not look away at the screen and focus on Goku and the entire Dragon Ball GT cast. I gotta be strong, man. Gotta be strong. So we wanna welcome you. Welcome all my mentees, all my business partners, all my family, all my friends, all my loved ones. Thank you guys for coming out today. You could have been anywhere in the world, baby, but you're here with me right now. Now that's how you start a motherfucking programmer. So give me one quick second because of course I am mobile and um, you know, we want to make sure we are in the house. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So for today, we're going to run through everything quickly is the start of a new week. Today is Monday, Agosto. The 15th, 2022. And, um, you know, we hope you have a marvelous day today. That you conquer everything in your path and that everything that you touch turns into solid gold. So, let's rock and roll. Bye-bye. That's a good volume right here for the background. Cool, little lo-fi chill, chill out music. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so here we go. All right, here we go. Prioritization. Please log on to Mind Tools, our sponsor for today's episode. You can check us out on mindtools.com or download the app for free in the Android Marketplace or the Google Play Store. Or if you have an Apple device, you can find us on the iTunes App Store. You can also get it from Android Freeware. You can get it from up to down. Um, online for free 
and that's about it so let's rock and roll so we start the day off right and um let's do what we do you know what i mean all right here we go prioritization making the best use of your time and resources prioritization is the essential skill that you need to make the very best use of your own efforts and those of your team it's also a skill that you need to create calmness and space in your life so that you can focus your energy and attention on the things that really matter it's particularly important when time is limited and demands are seemingly unlimited it helps you to allocate your time where it's most needed and most wisely spent freeing you and your team up from less important tasks that can be attended to later or quietly dropped with good prioritization and careful management of reprioritize or prioritize tasks you can bring order to chaos massively reduce stress and move towards a successful conclusion without it you'll flounder around drowning in competing demands simple prioritization at a simple level you can prioritize based on time constraints on the potential profitability or benefit of the task you're facing or on the pressure you're under to complete a job number 1 prioritization based on project value or profitability is probably the most commonly used and rational basis for prioritization whether this is based on a subjective guess at value or a sophisticated financial evaluation it often gives the most efficient results number 2 the time constraints are important where other people are depending on you to complete a task and particularly where this task is on the critical path of an important project here a small amount of your own effort can go a very long way number 3 and it's a brave and maybe foolish person who resists his or her boss's pressure to complete a task when that pressure is reasonable and legitimate prioritization tools While these simple approaches to prioritization suit many situations there are plenty of special cases where you'll need to I'm sorry well you're let's let's bring that back prioritization tools I have to get used to saying that word it's like a a run on sentence prioritization tools okay while these simple approaches to prioritization suit many situations there are plenty of special cases where you'll need other prioritization and time management tools 
if you're going to be truly effective. We look at some of these prioritization tools below. Paired Comparison Analysis Paired Comparison Analysis is most useful where decision criteria are vague, subjective, or inconsistent. It helps you prioritize options by asking you to compare each item on a list with all other items on the list individually. By deciding in each case which of the two is most important. You can consolidate results to get a prioritized list. Decision matrix analysis. Decision matrix analysis helps you prioritize a list of tasks where you need to take many different factors into consideration. For example, just very quickly, I'm in the market for two new vehicles and they each have to meet a completely different criteria, but I have a budget of about $70,000. I would like to come in around fifty-five to 60000 but because inflation and everything that's going on with the economy, I'm probably looking at seventy grand. The Action Priority Matrix. This quick and simple diagramming technique asks you to plot the value of the task against the effort it will consume. By doing this, you can quickly spot the quick wins, which will give you the greatest rewards in the shortest possible time, and avoid the hard slogs, which soak up time for little eventual reward. This is an ingenious approach for making highly efficient prioritization decisions. See our article on the Action Priority Matrix to find out more. By the way, each one of these um, data points has its own module, but this is just like a review so that, you know, we keep a conversation style and you guys can keep moving forward and we can get through this together. Um, I'll do my my repertoire once I finish this. Eisenhower Urgent slash Important Principle, which is actually the module I was going to do, but I wanted to do a review with you guys because we are moving at a very fast pace. So I really appreciate all of you guys' efforts. And yes, I do grade every paper and I look at every single um, uh, report that is, that is sent it. Similar to the action priority matrix, this technique asks you to think about whether tasks are urgent or important. Frequently, seemingly urgent tasks actually aren't that important. And often, really important activities, like working towards your life goals, just aren't that urgent. This approach helps you cut through this. See our article on Eisenhower's urgent slash important principle to find out more. The ends of matrix and the Boston matrix. These give you quick rules of thumb for prioritizing the opportunities open to you.
The Ansoff Matrix helps you evaluate and prioritize opportunities by risk. The Boston Matrix does a similar job, helping you to prioritize opportunities based on the attractiveness of a market and your ability to take advantage of it. Pareto Analysis Where you are facing a flurry of problems that you need to solve, Pareto Analysis helps you identify the most important changes to make. It firstly asks you to group together the different types of problems you face and then asks you to count the number of cases of each type of problem. By prioritizing the most common type of problem, you can focus your efforts on resolving it. This clears time to focus on the next set of problems and so on. The modified border count. The modified border count is a useful technique for prioritizing issues and projects within a group, giving everyone fair input into the prioritization process. This is particularly useful where consensus is important and where a robust group decision needs to be made. Using this tool, each group participant nominates his or her priority issues and then ranks them on a scale of say one to 10. The score for each issue is then added up with issues then prioritized based on scores. The obvious fairness of this approach makes it particularly useful where prioritization is based on subjective criteria and where people's buy-in to the prioritization decision that is needed. So that was a fairly quick module. Let me see. Now, we're going to do an extra module and then I'll do my repertoire um, because I feel like that was just the overview. So I just wanted to give you guys that extra bonus for today. But how to stop procrastinating? Overcoming the habit of delaying important tasks. It's Friday afternoon and the clock is ticking. You're working furiously to complete a task before the five o'clock deadline while silently cursing yourself for not starting it sooner. How did this happen? What went wrong? Why did you lose your focus? Well, there were the hours that you spent rereading emails and checking social media. The excessive preparation, the coffee breaks, and the time spent on other tasks that you could have safely left for next week. Sound familiar? If so, you're not alone. Procrastination is a trap that many of us fall into. In fact, according to the researcher and speaker, Pierre Steele, 95% of us procrastinate to some degree. While it may be comforting to know that you are not alone, 
it can be sobering to realize just how much it can hold you back. In this article, we look at why it happens and we explore strategies for managing and prioritizing your workload more effectively. Is procrastination the same as being lazy? Procrastination is often confused with laziness, but they are very different. Procrastination is an active process. You choose to do something else instead of the task that you know you should be doing. In contrast, laziness suggests apathy, inactivity, and an unwillingness to act. Procrastination usually involves ignoring an unpleasant but likely more important task in favor of one that is more enjoyable or easier. By giving in to this impulse, or I'm sorry, but giving in to this impulse can have serious consequences. For example, even minor episodes of procrastination can make us feel guilty or ashamed. It can lead to reduced productivity and cause us to miss out on achieving our goals. If we procrastinate over a long period of time, we can become demotivated and disillusioned with our work, which can lead to depression and even job loss in extreme cases. How to overcome procrastination. As with most habits, it is possible to overcome procrastination. Follow the steps below to help you deal with and prevent procrastination. Step one, recognize that you are procrastinating. You might be putting off a task because you've had to reprioritize your workload. If you're briefly delaying an important task for a genuinely good reason, then you aren't necessarily procrastinating. However, if you start to put things off indefinitely or switch focus because you want to avoid doing something, then you probably are. You may also be procrastinating if you, number one, fill your day with low priority tasks. Number two, leave an item on your to-do list for a long time, even though it's important. Number three, read emails several times over without making a decision on what to do with them. Number four, start a high priority task and then go off to make a coffee. Number five, fill your time with unimportant tasks that other people ask you to do instead of getting on with the important task already on your list. Number six, wait to be in the right mood or wait for the right time to tackle a task. Tip, take our self 
test quiz. Are you a procrastinator? To identify how much you procrastinate. Step number two. Work out why you are procrastinating. You need to understand the reasons why you are procrastinating before you can begin to tackle it. For instance, are you avoiding a particular task because you find it boring or unpleasant? If so, take steps to get it out of the way quickly so that you can focus on the aspects of your job that you find more enjoyable. Poor organization can lead to procrastination. Organized people successfully overcome it because they use prioritize to-do lists and create effective schedules. These tools help you to organize your tasks by priority and deadline. Even if you're organized, you can still feel overwhelmed by a task. Perhaps you have doubts about your ability and are worried about failing. So you put it off and seek comfort in doing work that you know that you're capable of completing. Some people fear success as much as failure. They think that success will lead them to being swamped with requests to take on more tasks. Surprisingly, perfectionists are often procrastinators. Often, they rather avoid doing a task that they don't feel that they have the skills to do than do it imperfectly or imperfectly. Another major cause of procrastination is poor decision-making. If you can't decide what to do, you'll likely put off taking action in case you do the wrong thing. Warning, for some people, procrastination is more than a bad habit. It's a sign of a serious underlying health issue. For example, ADHD, OCD, anxiety, and depression are associated with procrastination. Also, research suggests that procrastination can be a cause of serious stress and illness. So if you suffer from chronic or debilitating procrastination, one of these conditions could be to blame, and you should seek the advice of a trained professional. Step number three, adopt anti-procrastination strategies. Procrastination is a habit, a deeply ingrained pattern of behavior. This means that you probably can't break it overnight. Habits only stop being habits when you avoid practicing them. So try as many of the strategies below as possible to give yourself the best possible chance of succeeding. Number one, forgive yourself for procrastinating in the past. Studies show that self-forgiveness can help you to feel more positive about yourself and reduce the likelihood of procrastination in the future. Number two, commit to the task. Focus on doing 
and not avoiding. Write down the task that you need to complete and specify a time for doing them. This will help you to proactively tackle your work. Number three, promise yourself a reward. If you complete a difficult task on time, reward yourself with a treat, such as a slice of cake or coffee from your favorite coffee shop. And make sure you notice how good it feels to finish things. Number four, ask someone to check up on you. Peer pressure works. This is the principle behind self-help groups. If you don't have anyone to ask, an online tool such as Procrastor can help you to self-monitor. Act as you go. Number five, tackle tasks as soon as they arise, rather than letting them build up over another day. Number six, rephrase your internal dialogue. The phrases need to and have to, for example, imply that you have no choice in what you do. This can make you feel disempowered and might even result in self-sabotage. However, saying, I choose to, implies that you own a project and can make you feel more in control of your workload. Number seven, minimize distractions. Turn off your email and social media and avoid sitting anywhere near television while you work. Number eight, aim to eat an elephant beetle first thing every day. Get those tasks that you find least pleasant out of the way early. This will give you the rest of the day to concentrate on work that you find more enjoyable. Here's a tip. An alternative approach is to embrace the art of the lane. Research shows that active procrastination, that is, deliberately delaying getting started on something so you can focus on other urgent tasks, can make you feel more challenged and motivated to get things done. This strategy can work particularly well if you are someone who thrives under pressure. However, if you do decide to actively procrastinate, be sure to avoid putting your co-workers under any unnecessary, unpleasant, and unwanted pressure. If you're procrastinating because you find a task unpleasant, try to focus on the long game. Research shows that impulsive people are more likely to procrastinate because they are focused on short-term gain. Combat this by identifying the long-term benefits of completing the task. For instance, could it affect your annual performance review and 
end of year bonus. Another way to make a task more enjoyable is to identify the unpleasant consequences of avoiding it. For instance, what will happen if you don't complete the work? How might it affect your personal team or organizational goals? At the same time, it can be useful to reframe the task by looking at its meaning and relevance. This will increase its value to you and make your work more worthwhile. It's also important to acknowledge that we can often overestimate the unpleasantness of a task. So give it a try. You may find that it's not as bad as you thought after all. If you procrastinate because you're disorganized, here are six strategies to help you get started. Number one, keep a to-do list. This will prevent you from conveniently forgetting about those unpleasant and overwhelming tasks. Number two, prioritize your to-do list using Eisenhower's urgent slash important principle. This will enable you to quickly identify the activities that you should focus on, as well as the ones you can ignore. Number three, become a master of scheduling and project planning. If you have a big project or multiple projects on the go and you don't know where to start, these tools can help you to plan your time effectively and reduce your stress levels. Number four, tackle the hardest tasks at your peak times. Do you work better in the morning or the afternoon? Identify when you're most effective and do the tasks that you find most difficult at these times. Number five, set yourself time-bound goals. Setting yourself specific deadlines to complete tasks will keep you on track to achieve your goals and will mean that you have no time for procrastination. Use task and time management apps. There are numerous apps designed to help you to be more organized, such as Trello and Toggy, for example. If you're prone to delaying projects because you find them overwhelming, try breaking them down to more manageable chunks. Organize your projects into smaller tasks and focus on starting them rather than on finishing them. In his 2011 book, The Procrastination Cure, Jeffrey Combs suggests task, uh, tackling tasks in 15-minute bursts of activity. Alternately, alternatively, you can create an action plan to organize your project. Start with quick and small tasks first. These small wins will give you 
a sense of achievement and will make you feel more positive and less overwhelmed by the larger project or goal that you are working towards. Finally, if you think that you are putting something off because you can't decide what action to take or you find it hard to make decisions, take a look at our range of decision-making tools to help you develop your decision-making skills. Key points. Procrastination is the habit of delaying an important task, usually by focus or focusing on less urgent slash more enjoyable and easier activities. Instead, it is different from laziness, which is the unwillingness to act. Procrastination can restrict your potential and undermine your career. It can also disrupt teamwork, reduce morale, and even lead to depression and job loss. So it's crucial to take proactive steps to prevent it. The first step to overcoming procrastination is to recognize that you are doing it. Then identify the reasons behind your behavior and use appropriate strategies to manage and overcome it. Now tell me that's not phenomenal. That is freaking phenomenal because actually for myself and my family, our schedules have completely changed and this is why I selected this module today. I wanted to make sure that we touch base on a strategic tool that could help us um, basically, you know, make better decisions as far as timing and to be in full synchronicity. Remember yesterday, we spoke about moving in the same direction and at the same time, right? That's what we spoke about yesterday. So today, we actually get to put that into, into perspective. And the reason being is because timing is one of the most important things in business. Think about when you're playing Mortal Kombat or when you're playing Street Fighter. Timing, combos, blocking, attacking, defending, all those things are a priority. And if you don't have the element of time mastered, then, you know, you find yourself in a predicament. So time management will be the focus for today. May you have an amazing and wonderful day today. May you conquer everything in your path and may everything that you touch turn into solid gold. Once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the VR1 NFT podcast. We'll be right back before this segment. I'll see you guys on the next one.